underway. Let's give everyone a big wave. Everyone on here, everyone watching the recording. Welcome, everyone. This is a topic obviously near and dear to my heart and something that obviously I'm delving more and more deep on um, with my clients, with people of the serving circle, with everyone, because I think it's the wave of the future. I think, um, I think when it comes to building your business, whether it's getting more reach, more engagement, more leads, more clients, um, I'm always asking myself what allowed me to do this full time, um, working on my, my messaging, my business, and it always comes back to the serving circle. You and your your loving hearts and the engagement that you guys are able to uh, to bring to the community, and I'm I'm like it's so obvious. My my success, what allows me to love doing what I do, is because of you all. And I would love to share that with you, so you can fall in love with your community and your groups. Um, I'm finding this a pretty big, uh, a pretty engaging topic, and the reason being is because whenever we want to stand out we need to do things that are different anyone understand that we all understand we need to do some things that are different from everyone else you know from the from the collective that are also building businesses and i think what allowed what allowed the serving circle to be what it is today is a is one shift in focus that i think kind of stands out and that is that a few years ago probably you know, five years ago, I knew that a lot of people were building groups. Chofan Tuhi has a Facebook group. Cool. Um, everyone was building a Facebook group. Everyone was doing it. What does everyone do? They create content for that group, right? They may add a discussion. They may add some content. And from there, they promote their group right? They promote their group and say, hey, if you want this content and be engaged, then here's the link. And uh, everyone was inviting me to their groups and I joined and I realized a lot of it kind of looked the same. You guys, is it, has it been your experience as well? That it's all been very similar? Same with the way people do their marketing, right? And do their messaging and everything. Everything kind of looks like a cookie cutter way of doing it. And so I asked myself the question, how can I be different? How can I just do something that's different? I had a very subtle way of doing something that was different that it kind of allowed the serving circle to expand more than what you know the average Facebook group would do. And my focus was on not promoting it. <laughs> I very rarely promote the serving circle. I very, I don't necessarily, it, my, my main intent, yeah, I do share it um, sometimes, but my main focus is not on promoting it and not trying to build the, um, the members. I don't try and get new members. I don't post it on my personal page or anything like that. I don't do that. What's my focus? It's on nurturing the actual serving circle. It's actually nurturing the group. Right, it's adding value to the members who are already part of it. I'm sure you guys have felt that, yes. That's my main focus. My main focus is on adding value, creative, loving, spontaneous ways to add value to the group, um, sharing heartfelt things with you all, and allowing you to connect, allowing you to engage with one another. And that's, I feel, has been the main focus. And I think that's what is kind of the wave that we need to jump on is instead of making, instead of making the mistake of just, you know, promoting yourself, sharing your content and just trying to get a bigger audience. I found magic instead of trying to, instead of shifting from getting a bigger audience to more having a community of fans, a community of loving heartfelt fans who have a similar mission, who have a similar shared interest and who are able to open the communication channels so that there's communication between me and the members, members and me, members and members, and then members and non-members. I, I have opened up 
you know, my best to the best of my ability, opened up communication channels to make that effortless and then poured love and value into the community to make it better every time instead of promoting it. I think as a byproduct of that, instead of communication, just doing this, me to you, to a, me to an audience, me to an audience, me to an audience, the communication channels of me to the audience, the audience to me, the members to the members, the members to the non-members are doing this. Can you all see me on my screen? With my little dance. The communication is going everywhere. And I think that's now more effective than just trying to speak to a larger audience and trying to build a larger audience. I think it's my hypothesis. I could be wrong, but that's my hypothesis. And not only the communication channels, but doing it in a way where people find more meaning, people finding more connection, more heartfelt um, engagement, where they're, they're part of a shared interest. So I want to have a discussion today where we can help you all take the steps to doing that. Who's interested in that? Drop <laughs> hands. Beautiful. Um, how we open this up. I think I asked the question, let's type here in the chat, who here has a community, who here has this Facebook group type? Yes. If you have a group, you have a community, you have some sort of, you know, collection of people that you that you engage with. Okay. Looks like most people. All right. Awesome. If you have a group, if you have a community, if you want more engagement, if you want that community to grow alongside your business, then uh, let's focus on a few things. I'm going to go through a few tips of mine and then I'll open the floor. I know many of you are growing communities. Many of you have some insights, some, um, some real expertise with going in the trenches of doing this. And then I also want to open up um, for questions. And we could do some coaching. We could do some brainstorming. We could do some um, some things back and forth because I really want to have practical uh, practical action be on the other side of this call. If you're willing to take practical action and do something different, then I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to help you with that. Sound good? My first question for you: Since you already have a group since you already have, you know, uh, uh, an engaged collection of people, it could be three people, it could be 300 people, it could be 3,000, it could be 300,000. Anyone here have a 300,000 member group? Oh, curious. The first thing we really need and the first thing that I really work towards and what you can write down with some pen and paper um is the mission like what's the purpose of the group what's the collective shared interest of the group um we need a, if you join a group like the serving circle if you join a group um where the expertise is on health on relationships or whatever i'm sure you join the group because there's a reason to do so <laughs> there is a reason to do so correct what is that reason for you and your group what's the reason what's the uh what's that shared interest they have what's that mission what's that expertise that goal they all have that they can all rally around do you have that do you have that shared mission the serving circle of course as you all know is it's a collection of spiritual business owners who are all finding creative loving ways to collaborate with each other we all have the the challenges of growing our businesses and getting engagement and meeting the people we need to meet. So why not help each other do that from a place of unity consciousness? That's the serving circle, right? Another show of hands. If your arm's tired, then you keep your hand down. But if you have the energy, who here, when they joined the serving circle, felt like it has a, it has a different energy than most groups? Show of hands. The reason being is because I asked everyone, hey, what's the biggest value that you're that you get from the serving circle? What's the biggest value that you're getting? 
between 80 and 90% said the energy. So I said, let's double down on that. And every single time I, I encourage people to invite others, it's because they share a similar energy. I said, invite those who have a similar energy. And some people come into the group and they don't have that energy, right? That's okay. We find groups for them. Some people who come in who have an amazing energy that fits, we work well together and I make sure they get, you know, immense value and I make sure that they're a valued part of the serving circle. Um, so that's also part of our mission is let's build this business. Let's build our business from a particular energy, one of love, generosity, kindness, unity, consciousness, right? So going back to your business, going back to your group, to your community, what is that shared interest? What is that reason that people are joining? What's that, that mission and purpose that's, that's in you that can be shared by the group? Does anyone have any questions on this? Does anyone have any initial questions regarding finding the mission, purpose, uh, you know, collective reason why someone's joining your group. Does anyone want to? Anyone have a question or want to brainstorm something in particular? Do we all know what our mission purpose is? More show of hands. Who here knows what mission purpose they have for their group, for their community? All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, it's most people. Once you have a mission and purpose, I'm going to give you some steps that may be a little bit different um, than what most people are suggesting, just to have something that's practical and tangible um, on this that you might not have heard before. But question number one, what are the touch points that someone has when joining your group, when joining your community? It might be one. Um, finding out about it from someone else. That might be a touch point. Two could be, hey, when they join the group. So when they click to apply, like what are the questions that get asked on Facebook? If you have a Facebook group, like that's a touch point. When they jump into your group, you know, if they are engaging, if, they, if there's an introduction post, if there's something there. Next one might be jumping on an event, you know, or getting on a call with you, a one-on-one -on -one call. Like what are all the touch points that someone has when engaging with your group? There could be five, there could be 10. Right, but as soon as someone hears about it, someone joins, right? They elect to join, they actually jump in, they start engaging, they get more engaged, they get more engaged on your calls, on whatever it may be. Like what are their steps? What are the touch points? Let's write down like the top three, just to get started. Top three, top three touch points. Rolls nicely off the tongue. We all think we have some. This is a pretty simple answer because we all know what it's like to join a group and join your group. Once you have that, once you have your mission and your purpose of the group, once you have, you're highlighting the touch points. Next question is, what do you want your members to feel? What emotions do you want them to feel within those touch points? Do you want them to feel excited, motivated, joyful? What do you want them to feel? This is actually a really key question. It may seem pretty, pretty simple. It may seem pretty, oh yeah, cool. I want them to feel this, but it actually goes pretty deep. And the more you think about this from a heartfelt way, the more powerful shifts will come from this call. Trust me. So what do you want them to feel? Think about your mission. Think about the energy of your group. Think about the community. Think about why people are joining. What do you want them to feel? Anyone have any questions here? 
pretty straightforward. As an example, the serving circle. I want people to feel like they're part of a soul family. Right? We're all, we're all pretty heartfelt, spiritual. We have a depth of life that goes just beyond surface stuff, right? I want people to feel that. I want them to feel part of a soul family. I also want them to feel what I would describe as, you know, endless possibilities. I want them to feel like the energy of, hey, this is a group where I'm actually going to get some results. I'm actually going to meet some people. Makes sense? It's like an energy of possibility. I want them to feel that. What do you want your members to feel? Let's type in the chat. What's one thing, one emotion? What's one emotion that's on your touch points that you want people to feel? You may have certain, you may have different feelings for different touch points. That's okay. You may have one feeling for all touch points. But what are some things that you want people to feel when they're joining your community, engaging with your community, having those touch points. All right, what do we have here? Want them to feel safe, supported, welcomed, cared for. Yep, support, community, spite, take action, call, safe, supported, included, connected, valued, inspired, value, great. Their voice matters. Support to spread their message. Nice, soul family, joyful, relaxed, heard. Isn't this what we're all after? Like when we join a community, don't we want to feel safe? Don't we want to feel supported? Don't we want to feel heard? Everyone just wants to feel heard. Trust me. Doesn't everyone just want to feel heard? Sense of belonging, yes. That's why that's what I think's missing when you're just putting out your content trying to build your audience. Where's the feeling in that? Right? There may be some, but what an advantage, what a what a opportunity for you to allow people to feel a certain way because of a group, right? Because of a community. There's a different feeling when you just read a blog from someone that you just found randomly, right? compared to being part of a community where you feel something, you feel this sense of belonging. You feel safe, you feel heard. There's all these different things. So question, how can you make them feel that way? What are some creative, spontaneous, bold ideas that you can do that's different than everyone else that makes them feel that way? Time to write down some ideas. This is a, an ongoing question, but trust me, what I feel is this is the difference. Brainstorming ways, creative, spontaneous, bold, daring, you know, scary sometimes ways of helping them feel that way when they are during these touch points. So for example, I've changed the serving circle questions when you join, when someone joins the serving circle, I've changed the questions rather than the, what everyone has of, Hey, what are the biggest challenges you have? And what are the biggest, um, op, you know, obstacles you're looking to overcome? What's the biggest outcome you're looking to achieve? You know, everyone's kind of asking those questions and they're great questions, but they're not different. Are they? Nor do they welcome the feeling that I want them to feel they're probably going to feel like a little bit marketed towards right nowadays because everyone's doing that. It kind of feels routine, doesn't it? Yes, it's important information, but I, I think we need to do something different. So in order to make them feel that endless possibilities, I have put the questions now, hey, what's something of yours I can promote right now? What's something of yours I can promote? Who's asking that question? Not many. I also ask, hey, who is something I can, someone I can connect you with 
that's a key source of collaboration right now. And I'll actually do it. So as soon as they jump into the group, they've got some momentum. They feel the difference. They feel that, oh my God, this is a place where I'm actually going to get some results, where I'm actually going to meet some people, where there's an energy about it that's different. This making sense? What if you had the endless questions and the endless brainstorms time and time again of how you can make your audience, your members, your soul family feel this way during those touch points? Is that going to be memorable? Is it going to be more engaging? Is someone going to be more curious as to what you're doing and how to engage? Rather than I joined a Facebook group, they asked me some questions, and now I never see any post ever again. And it's just part of the list of the hundreds of Facebook groups I'm part of <laughs> that I never, I never see, right? Does anyone have anything they want to brainstorm right now regarding the feeling that they have and the touch point that they have and want to brainstorm some ideas? Does anyone have anything that comes up for them? You can feel free to type in the chat as well. Esther, what do you have for us? Okay, I came across a social media post from somebody here. She's not here right now, Allison. And she put a, a phrase and she said, have you herkled durkled lately? And I went, what? What does that mean? And so I, and she put the definition right there and it so inspired me. And for those of you who don't know, it's an old Scottish phrase and it means to stay in bed longer than you should. And so I kept thinking about it and I was sharing it. I wrote a blog post about it. It's going to be the theme of my newsletter coming out on December 1st for my monthly newsletter. And I've shared the, the, the idea with a few people and people are loving it. And I went, wow, there's something here. Put something different in and I do not hold myself out as an expert in this area. I'm, I'm working on it myself. But I'm just noticing how it was engaging. It was humorous. It made me want to know more. And I felt good about it. So good that I wrote a blog about it when I have to plan Herkel Durkling into my December because when was the last time I did that intentionally? And so that's my encouragement to people. Should you herkle durkle regularly? And how do you go about doing that? So I just share that little story of something that worked on me from somebody else that lit a fire for me this, this last couple of weeks. Cool. Because it's different. Right? It's different. It's not your classic post of, hey, here's, you know, here's why you should stay in bed. Here's self-care. Here's, you know, it's just, it's, starts with the questions like people get curious you know and they're like what and yeah now esther's never going to get out of bed cool all right so what is it for you all what is it for you all uh here's what i'm going to say for one more one more shift of focus before i open the floor for some people to contribute um, when it comes to a community and it comes to engaging, when it comes to having a, a real loving energy is you need to be your biggest fan first. You need to be the biggest fan of your group first and fall in love with adding value to the people. Okay. Who here? I want you. Well, I want you to imagine you're at the grocery store, and you're lining up to pay for your groceries. And this old lady in front of you is like fumbling with all her groceries, and she's doing some, you know, she can't find her 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 wallet, and she's you know things are falling everywhere, and she's very frail, but trying to organize her groceries. And while she can't find her wallet, she's looking around for a wallet, you go and you lean forward and you pay for it. I want you to think about that, that in that little scenario. You pay for it. And then she's a little bit shocked. And you have this engagement of just doing a really kind thing, spontaneous, just because it was it felt good to you and your soul. 
Now, what do you feel in that moment? Was it good to give? Was it good to be creative, spontaneous, and do something that hardly anyone does? That's very generous in the moment, just from your heart. What if building your business was from that feeling? What if you had that feeling time and time again? And you build your business doing that sort of stuff. And what if you just focused on doing those sort of things for your members, for your group, for your community? Would that be fun? What if that, what if the biggest piece of your marketing was just having that humanity? Now it gets me emotional thinking about it because I'm all about kindness, as Ken knows, as he interviewed me. It's like the, the radical kindness, hey? Um, it's That's what I'm about. I think we elevate consciousness through kindness and compassion. That's me personally. I think you feel something similar because you elevate in energy when you do random acts of kindness, correct? What if you just every day found love in doing those sort of things? And as a byproduct, you were able to build a community that engage, that fall in love with you, you fall in love with them, and you help each other with a shared mission. What if that was the main part? Is that fun? I think it's fun. Am I the only one? I want you to see your community as an opportunity to create those moments. An opportunity to create those moments. Where you just fall in love with finding creative, spontaneous, bold, daring ways to be generous and kind and compassionate, heart to heart with someone. If you do that, no doubt, things are going to grow. Correct? It's fun for you, spontaneous and heartfelt for them, but you just love lifting people up. You love doing kind, compassionate, generous things. What if that was now your life and you just built that as your business and you build the more business communication strategies, tactics on top of that, on top of that energy. That's my question for you. Who here has questions? Who here has anything, any question of how to apply this on what it looks like for them? Anyone have questions? Feel free to raise your hand or your virtual hand. Do we all have any ideas on how you can do this for your group? Cool. Hey, Linda, what do you have as an idea? No, I, I've got a question in regards to um, changing the uh, questions for the Facebook group. I set up my group so many years ago. Um, I can't even remember what questions I asked, but I would like to change the questions that I ask. Mm -hmm. And I Googled it but I'm not seeing it in the settings or via the instructions via Google. So I was just wondering if anyone knew yeah. of another way. Yeah, or... you definitely can. It'll, it'll be there in the settings somewhere. Um, everyone, you know, things are kind of different as, as the format and the layout starts to change with Facebook. So some of the Google things might be different, but it will definitely be there um, either in the settings or the, layout or whatever it may be um it's definitely there i look under advanced i'll do some research later thank you yeah yeah um reach out to me as well S send me a personal message if you can't find it i'll i'll do some screenshots for you on my computer so i don't know ex i don't know exactly where to go but i know you definitely can so um let me know if you have any challenges or if you need more guidance okay i'll help you out
Thank you. Um, the other the other idea I have is I also have a meetup group, and and this is where I've built quite a, a large community, um, more so in Australia, um, and and so that that's an, another way of inviting those people over to your Facebook group if that's where you want them to land. Okay, beautiful, yeah. awesome. Yeah, I love the energy. What I sort of call like this, like the the possibility of what if, you know how you have the the momentum of just, oh my God, what if I did this? And what if I just added this and brought in this person and did this thing? And then we just did this thing at this time and it just takes over, you know, the, the just, oh my God, what if this just happened? And following that energy gives you unlimited creativity of what you can do with your community and groups, right? Unlimited. If you just follow that, you'll be fine. You create a group no one's seen before. That's different from every group that's on Facebook, different from the serving circle. It, it you just create something that's spontaneous, that's different, that bolds, that may be a bit scary, right? But be different. Be different. Do something that's different. Now it's good to see Jenny, Jenny Erickson. She's still here and she's awake and she's she's been on uh calls all day, every day with her event. Uh but Jenny, thanks for jumping on. I know this is your expertise as well. What do you have as some extra guidance, extra tips, insights from what we've discussed so far? Well, thank you. It's it's interesting actually because we actually had um, the first day of our summit. Own your stage. We we run it twice a year. We started running it last year. We run it we run it this year. Again, this is the second time of running it this year. And this was day one so far. And actually, it's been a theme probably right the way through the event about community. You know, we, we always say our, our mantra is very much community over competition. A lot of people get very, they have a scarcity mindset and, and you know, get very guarded about what it is they, they do. And we had several speakers saying, how much they feel a sense of belonging and how much they feel a sense of finding their their people and you know what what Steve and I you know when you you look at groups and and you look at communities and you're starting off and you're thinking about you know see what other people do um and you think oh my gosh you know they're successful or they're this or they're that or whatever and I think that the thing for Steve and I was always important just to be just us and you know the, the fact of the matter is we're not for everybody. None of us are for everybody. Even if we think that we talk about the same kind of things, we're not for everybody and that's okay. And I think what, what's happened for us, we've, we've got a, our Facebook group is growing significantly at the moment. We just have 3000 members now in, in our group in a very short space of time is it's never been more important just to be you and to, to really lean in and listen to the people in your community and see what it is they're looking for and how you can help and support them and how you can be um, a conduit, if you like, for, for people, you know, with no expectation other than to, to just to help and support people. And, you know, we, we run our, our networking event, for example, um, twice a month, and we don't charge anybody for coming. And we've had so many people say, well, why don't you charge for coming? It's a networking meeting and people get good value out of it. Well, we don't charge because we don't want to. It's it's our contribution to community. And, you know, we've had people, obviously we have services and we have products and we've had people that have, you know, that have bought our products because they have been part of our community and been part of our free offerings and they haven't bought a single thing and then someone said, I've, I've been following you since the beginning, or I've been watching you, or I've been part of your community. And we like the fact that you always are the same. You know, there is no sort of salesy stuff. That, and we, we can't do that. We, we just turn up as two introverts, one of us more noisy than the other. So I think in my clumsy way, what I'm trying to say is, is run your group as you and trust the process that it's it's not about the vanity metrics and we've got x amount of this it's just about how you serve your community and how you offer people support and how you lean in and you 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 listen to them and you tell them 
how much you appreciate them. And I, I hope that people in our community do feel that because Steve and I treasure everybody who shows up, whether that's to our, our summit or our networking or whatever. And that means the world to us, you know, that, that, that people feel that sense of belonging. That means everything. As I say, pretty clumsy. It's been a long old day, but I hope that gives you some kind of idea. <laughs> in case you all need a permission to be you, Jenny's just given it, okay? Yeah. Just giving you permission to be you. Yeah, absolutely. And as I say, we're 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 not for everybody. There are communities that do similar things and they very much whoop it up and they work at a faster pace and whatever. And you know what? Come come in our be part of our community, be part of their community, be part of both or choose one or or, or the other. But there's no point in trying to be something that you're not because you just won't be authentic and People will pick that up in your mannerisms, your micro expressions. You know, Wendy Corners literally next to me there will tell you all about you know things like the body language and our fine movements and the incongruency. You know, be you, and if they're not your people, they're not your people. You know, but you know the kind words that we've had from people feeling a a, a sense of belonging means everything to us. It's like rocket fuel for us. It's lovely. Very yeah. so good. Well done. So, if I write down some cool ways. You know that you can just be you especially the ways that are different right especially the ways that are different um jot down some ideas and see what might you might be able to implement into into your group thanks jenny now ken this is one of your favorite topics and um i know how much you believe in just you know spreading word of mouth and and having things just genuinely authentically spread uh what do you have to add here in terms of questions, exercises, you know, some insights that, you know, people here might be able to benefit from? Yeah. Um, so actually I was thinking about this because, um, you know, I mean, this is something we've, we've implemented successfully for about three decades now, um, starting in brick and mortar, like where there's a physical space that people have to keep driving to over and over again, what keeps them doing that for 20 years, you know, generations worth of people doing that. And um, there's a, a, a concept called the flywheel concept from Jim Collins' work in uh, Good to Great. And, you know, the idea is to think in terms of design that allows you to create and generate momentum that requires less energy. So it, your community, if you design your community right, it takes on a life of its own. You know, like Tyson's community managed to to keep on grinding the last two weeks without him here. That's a, a wonderful indication of the value he's created and the willingness of people to show up. So um, so I can give you like an example of the flywheel that we designed, and then you can think of how that could apply. Like this is the way we think of it. Um, it doesn't mean it's relevant to your business specifically, but it'll give you a thought process. So basically, it's just five steps. We, we design the environment that your community is coming to so that when they step into it, they recognize that they're in the right place. So, you know, who is it? And when they look around, do they feel, oh, this is, this is where I belong? So that's the first step. And then the next step is that they fall in love. And, and that's with the people. So we want them. So for us, you know, we've got a lot of teaching environments. So they come in and the colors and the feel of it feel a certain way. Then they meet their fellow students. They meet their fellow teachers. And there's a sense of, yeah, these are the people that I belong with. This is my tribe. Um, third step for us is what becomes possible. You know, they came to you for one thing. How do you expand their perspective to all the things that you truly have to offer that they can experience in a graceful way so you're not flooding them with all of these <laughs> features that overwhelm them so they're just looking around and going wow there's more here than i thought there would be um the fourth step is uh they get it and they want others to get it too so that's the referral part for us so they're looking around and thinking i know why i love it here and i know someone in my life who would love it here too and we make it easy for them to invite them in. And then the final step for us that leads back to step one is they they treat the place like they own it. They're, we would literally in our martial arts school 
someone would kick a hole in the wall and a day later a dad's coming in with sheetrock and repairing it like they it was theirs they they cared for it it was that important i believe in in what tyson's doing that's why you know i was i wanted to help him out and support him so that he could have his vacation and if i could you know post for a couple of weeks i'd want to do that so and when they feel like they own it and they're recognized and celebrated for that it confirms that they're in the right place they fall more in love more possibilities open up they share it more it increases that sense of ownership and around and around you go so so for us that's that's an example of a flywheel and you know and the whole idea is to think in terms of how can i create the design so that it it has more and more momentum with less and less energy from the founder over time awesome do we have some insights there everyone and also a big round of applause to Ken for uh, hosting the collaboration call while I was gone. And it's both ways. Like what you're describing, how you felt called to, um, you know, step in in the serving circle collaboration call, like you felt called to do that. I also felt called to trust you. You know, Ken and I, as Ken yeah. and I, um, I'm like, oh, can you step in in the serving circle? I'm like, I trust you. Do your thing. I'm like, create more Ken fans. Like you don't have to follow my, you know, follow my, structure or anything like that. I'm like, I trust you. I trust you. And so it's both ways because you build those relationships, don't you, with your group, with your community, um, where there's just a there's just a lot of trust and a lot of a lot of love, a lot of respect, where people are, you know, they look after one another. Like how can you create that yeah. in your group? Yeah, it's interesting, Tyson, as you say that, because there's um, you know, I've worked you know, consulted with organizations where they're saying it, but you can feel that it's not true. Like it, it is absolutely an energetic thing and it requires tending, you know, so, so that the right people feel more and more invested over time and people who it doesn't connect with as well, they'll, they'll remove themselves, you know? So, and sometimes because our, our, our communities are organic they'll change. So people who felt like it was right for them for a while, eventually it won't, you know, because we're, we're evolving as humans and that's okay. You just keep tending to the design and it'll, it's a river, you know, it'll just flow, just make good banks. <laughs> so it doesn't flood on you. Awesome. Thanks, Ken. Uh, I want to call upon hands because I was talking to hands and he's, he's always about community. He's one of the best connectors that I know. And, um, you know, through Healthy Neighborhood Project and all these different things, creating a mission and a purpose around a group. Um, Hans, what do you have to contribute here in terms of questions, insights, exercises, anything you want to anything you want to add? I, I, I love the insights from Jenny and I'm and, and your insights. And I'm really grateful to Ken to to also have attracted his power to the Healthy Neighborhoods Project as a board member. One of the most powerful things that he shared with me and something that because it resonates with me is, you know, being belly to belly with people, you know, building building your community community through outreach and referrals. I, I've been on Facebook since I retired 15 years ago, and I can see a lot of people are incredibly successful in getting likes. And then there are a lot of people are incredibly disappointed because they don't, they haven't quite cracked the Facebook algorithm. And um, and I have over the years sort of had mixed feelings about that. I've come to the conclusion that I really don't care anymore. <laughs> um, Facebook is a place where we can find people that share our values and then connect with them in, a, in an outreach and, and referral um, strategy. So, um, yeah, I think if you, there's a Mike, Mike McCallowich, years ago, wrote a book called Toilet Paper Entrepreneur. And um, the, the wonderful lesson from that book was that you can forget your business plan. You can write it, but people never look at their business plan. You need to work on your prosperity plan. And that prosperity plan that you have for yourself better be so good that it makes you cry because it's so part of your being and your purpose. Because if it doesn't make you cry, you're not going to hang in, because it's not, it's not a journey for the faint of heart. 
uh, the, the journey of entrepreneur. And, um, you know, that would be, would be one advice. And the thing I struggle with sometimes is, and then Ken has also helped me with this, is whatever you do is going to polarize people. If you try to be everything for everyone, you're nothing to nobody. So, so don't don't worry about people uh, that you lose because they're not your tribe, and your vibe does attract your tribe. But there is the basic, you know. I, I'm a I'm a collection of platitudes. Zig Ziglar had a wonderful comment that goes, "You can have anything in the world that you want, so long as you're prepared to help enough other people get what they want." As you are on your journey meeting people, find out what they want. If you can't serve that want and need, make sure that you check check in your in your circle of influence for people that can provide the solution to those people. And that that you know what is it? I think it was John DiMartino. If you're in a dialogue, you're quite powerful. But if you're in a trialogue, you become unstoppable. And trialogue meaning that if you're talking to a person that makes you think of another person who can help them, that's really powerful. And that's probably the reason why I I like connecting people to people. Um, because we are really, you know, we are content to the extent that we are of service to others. And many writers have talked about this. If you, if you, or even my favorite quote is from George Bernard Shaw. This is the true joy in life, the being used for a purpose considered by yourself as a mighty one. So find that purpose, the being a force of nature instead of a feverish, selfish, little clod of ailments and grievances complaining that the world will not devote itself to making you happy. So you have to you have to I think the big the big work is to I mean as you're a kid your your adults always ask you what do you want to be when you grow up I would ask you the same what do you want to be when you grow up have you found that unique defining purpose that you can construct a prosperity plan about and don't worry if you can't catch everyone the people that that you reach out to and you help they will know your worth and they will build you that community. You know, um, I was all over the place, Tyson. I hope there was some value in there, but yeah. definitely. So, no, definitely. But definitely. reach out, reach out and touch somebody's hand, make the world a better place if you can. I mean, that's it. The songs, the songs do it all the time, you know. All of, all of that human connectivity is in the songs that we that we, we hear from people singing. Uh, so thank you. Thanks, Hans. Hey, Hans, Ken, um, Jenny, please put your links in the chat as well. Because um, I want people to, if they don't know you of your communities, uh, you know, whatever you want to add, whatever you want to put as links, please do that in the chat. And everyone, I'm sure everyone's going to join. Everyone's going to engage and, and definitely be part of it because we're all, we're building energies and we're building communities from the same energy, I should say. And we want to be more and more part of that. And um, so feel free to do that. Um, we'll wrap it up in a, in a few minutes because we've got the collaboration call next. Those of you who want to jump on the collaboration call, I'll put the link to that in the chat here. I should be able to do that here. So takeaways here, everyone. There's the link for the collaboration call starting in eight minutes. That's more of the call where you can jump on and introduce yourself, meet some new people and find collaborations. Um, first steps. Number one, answer these questions that we have here. Um, but to in order to get started, here's what I would recommend. Create one fan a day. So with a similar energy of doing a random act of kindness, just create one fan a day in your own group. If you already have a group and you already have a community, start there. Start with creating that energy and doing, doing something for a person in your group, especially if they're already a fan, if they're already sharing your group, you know, engaging, telling people about it, then 
find out what you can do for that person and do something for them that lights you up as well. So if you create one fan a day, uh, you're going to create a wave of momentum very, very quickly. I'm sure you know why, because of this discussion, hey? Um, I would start there and consistently have it as a practice to brainstorm those ideas. Brainstorm ways in which you can be yourself, be bold, be different, um, add more value. Just do some things that you think um, are on your heart, right? Build a community and, and do that as a byproduct of just being you, being kind, generous, bold, different. Um, you're going to create a wave of momentum very quickly. Hans, anything else you want to add? Yeah, so just one one other practical tip that I you know that I learned from a lady who's built a huge network um, in the business that I'm in, and what she, what she did is she asked her family to tell her what they thought she was actually doing, and then based on what they told her she was doing, she educated them to clarify exactly what she was doing and hence they became an awesome referral partner for her her dad continually sends people her way so that i think is something that that i thought was really innovative wow. is is if you're not coming across ask the people that you know and love you know what they think you're actually doing and then have have them educated to become you know, your refer partner. There are people that refer to me all the time. Uh, and I'm really grateful for them. So that but I, I still sometimes I'm not really clear. People are not really clear on what I'm doing. So that would be some practical piece of advice that I definitely will 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 build into my my work. Good job. Hey, heartfelt thank you from me to you, everyone. Thanks for being here. And uh Let's keep the momentum going. If you have any other questions, reach out to me on uh, on Facebook. Shoot me a, a personal message, um, especially regarding this topic. Um, and I'll see you all on in the group, in the serving circle. You can create a promotional post today. Um, but I'll also see you on the collaboration call if you, uh, if you want. Wendy. Don't forget to save the chat, folks. If you want to save the chat, save the chat. Hey, thank you, everyone. I'll see you in a few minutes on the collaboration call and I'll see you in the group. Let's stay in touch, okay? Thank you all. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships. So together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.